You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, everybody? It's your boy, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders Undercover Capes. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders podcast. And today I'm totally excited because I have one of my fellow comic crusaders that's just tearing it up in film and in comics. I mean, see, he's releasing his book through one of my other crusaders as well that created an amazing publishing press called ASAP Comics UK. Shout out to my boy Paul right there. But the creator I'm talking about today, I mean, he's done awesome articles on comic crusaders that could help you with your uh, our writing journey, which we're going to get into. All right. He is an actual film director, folks. When I say film, I'm not talking about digital. I'm talking about film. Kodak, you feel me, son? Like an OG. And on top of that, he has an amazing comic book. Bob, non-union psychic. Who am I talking about? Is the one and only. That's my dude right here. Mr. Lance Lucero. What's up, brother? How you hey, doing? how you doing? How you doing? I'm doing I'm good. Doing, I'm doing fantastic, energized, proud of my fellow homie, kicking ass, networking with my other fellow crusaders to, you know, bring about this amazing book that you've had out. But now we're getting this collected edition through, you know, the Anyone label on the ASAP Comics UK. Amazing. But before all this stuff, you know, I know people, some people I met before, some others. So let's let the folks know just a little bit about yourself, like where you from and, and a little bit about your background. Um. I'm a filmmaker and comic creator out of Denver, Colorado. Um, I am Warehouse Nine Productions. Uh, all 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 uh, productions are done through Warehouse Nine exclusively. They're owned by Warehouse Nine. Um, oh, nice. A real yeah, independent I mean, studio, kiddo. <laughs> a real independent studio, yeah. And you know, it's 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 all about entertainment. It's all about keeping um, uh, entertainment alive, independent style. Um, that's what can we I, do, and we try to do it as best as we can, especially in this this world of oversaturation. We're doing everything we can. I get it. So let me ask you that. You know, what are the things that inspire you, Lance? Because, I mean, you're an awesome comic creator, film creator. Like, what keeps you inspired? How do you keep moving forward? I just uh, just the need to tell the story, the need to, to say, hey, you know, I got something in my head, and I want people to see it. Um, some off the beaten path, too. Uh, not not trying to latch on to certain genres or or certain styles or or repeat anything. It's like you know what what can I say to the world that that is that is unique? You know, rated O for original. You know, I'm I'm doing yeah. my best to try that. I know. I mean, listen, that onion shit is so real, man. Rated O for original. That's real. I would actually really love to see that rating in real life. <laughs> I'm really pushing it. You know, it's like, come on, there's 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 plenty to be done. You know, you don't you don't need to latch on to somebody else's uh, copywritten material uh, to make it in this world. I mean, that's what independence all about. It's your I, own voice. It's your own company. Get it I, out to the world. I agree a hundred and fifty percent on that one. So talk about a little bit uh, about that creative bug. I mean, in this whole process, you know, in your life journey and all, when did that creative bug hit you? And when did you finally say, okay, I got the bug, I got to create. And what was that whole experience like? I think, I think it hits all of us at a very young age, um, being exposed to, you know, cinema at a very young age. Um, seeing what it's capable of, seeing how it impacts audiences. Uh, reading didn't, didn't matter if it was regular uh, literature, mythology, um, comic books. Uh, there was everything that can ins- inspire in this world. And then also just looking at the context of, wow, how are these people doing this? And why, why do I keep revisiting it? So um, well, coming let from me a- ask you that. I got to ask you that. Was there any particular movie in your childhood that you know that that got you interested that you rewatch a thousand times. You know it's kind of weird. Uh, we grew up in that era uh, just before uh, VHS, and then VHS <laughs> came along. You know, uh, and, and then, elaborate. Wait, wait, Lance. You know, you might confuse some of our young viewers here. What is a VHS? <laughs> a, a video cassette recorder that beat out beta tapes, which was a better format. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, uh, getting getting dragged to the movies as a kid. 
there, there was no filter in it either. You know, I, I would be taken to the movies to see anything, uh, any crazy uncle that was around, <laughs> Hey, let's grab this kid and, and let's take him to see apocalypse now or uncommon valor. Well, how, old, or, how old were you when your uncles took you to see that? <laughs> I, I mean, I was young. I was like eight, nine years old, you know, oh, it, it's that, that's not a movies for us. Jesus Christ. Not at that age. Right. <laughs> and, and then even drive-in movies where you would go see triple features. If you don't know what you were going to see, if it was Godzilla or horror movies, classic horror movies, um, Oh, oh, but always scandalous red movies from back in the day. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, those great kung fu movies. You know, we grew up in a great era, and then all of that, which everybody's trying to remanufacture now, is what hit us originally. Yeah. So it, it is the it is the old guard that inspired me. You know, when when Coppola and and Spielberg Ooh. and Lucas and and Scorsese and Zemeckis, uh, Penny Marshall. I mean, the list goes on. When, when they were when they were all starting. And, and that was getting our attention of, of this, this new blockbuster attitude of movies um, coming off of the 70s. So uh, I was influenced by that. Jaws, um, of course, you know, there was, there was always Star Wars. And Star Wars, it, it, it just it, – people started feeding me the trade magazines because they knew I would read. Oh. Just how it was done, miniatures – and and uh, blue screens and matte paintings, all the stuff that has been done in cinema for for decades before that, but how it was becoming more perfected back then. Uh, okay, it woke my eyes to what could be done cinematically. But then there are movies, you know, like a Godfather, like a Conversation, uh, a Treasure of the Sierra Madre, Woo. things things like that that just started making me go, wow. There's more to movie making than just action Wait, sequences. I got, and I gotta ask here though. I mean, you mentioned some. Very legendary movies. Like, how early did you become a cinema Because That's that. Those are cinema films. Those are not just regular movies as you just mentioned. I mean, those are like some uber classics on that can't be even be replicated today. I think the right way. <laughs> no, they they can be. And I, well, I was exposed to it by by an older uh, movie crowd. You know, my family's an older family, and they love movies. They love cinema. They, they were always a fan like that uh, of movies. Exactly. I mean, nice. at, at any given moment. You know, my mom would want to see a Western movie or there'd be a Western movie on TV. And if she's not watching football, she's watching the Western channel. Still, you know, I can walk into the house and go, you're, you're watching Rio Bravo again. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's it, it, being exposed to all of that, uh, the Clint Eastwood and everything, the, the dollar movie, Sergio Leone. So a lot of this stuff I was exposed to at a very young age. And it, it just struck me as like watching a moving painting. Oh my god, bro! You, you got me there. You know, like uh, Clint Eastwood was my favorite. Lee Van Cleef, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Oh, oh my god, great actors, great spaghetti westerns. Uh, that's that's my joy, and of course horror. <laughs> well, we were we were on the ground floor of that, you know. No, we I mean, were, it, we were. I mean, uh, when you mentioned VHS, it la- I laughed because the day that my father finally bought us a goddamn VCR, a video store, I just opened on the corner. Let me tell you, I became their number one customer. That the lady knew, Alex, we have new horror today. <laughs> exactly. And it, it, it was it was the same way here. Um, but also, I, I was that lucky kid that was a new movie's opening, and I may not have even known what it was. And next thing you know, I'm going to see First Blood. You know, oh, wow. Um, you saw it in the uh, theater? Stop lying. I, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. God, I wish I could have seen that in the theater. I mean, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark, whatever, it didn't matter. I was I was at a movie theater, and when movie theaters, THX Sound, plush movie theaters, it was an event to go to a movie, and people were respectful, and you were able to watch, you know, uh, films um, in their purest state. I wouldn't have replaced that that time in my life for anything because that was heavily influential. And then, of course, when you look on the literature side, I mean, look, look what we were what we had in, in the Frank Millers and, and the Ellen Moores. And the list goes on of what we were influenced by. And, and I always looked at it and said, man, these guys are really good. But, you know, yep. I want to do what they do, but I don't want to do what they're doing. Not in that method. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got it. But I was like, these are this is pretty cool. But I think there's enough stories in this world that um, can be capitalized on without having to to rehash any, anything. Even back then I was thinking that I was like, you know what? I got some stories to tell. I, you know, I can do some, some, some fun stuff maybe, yeah. and maybe I, people will even like it. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it, but I really like the approach that a lot of companies are beginning to take where, okay, let's not do a reboot. 
But let's do a sequel. Now, what I mean by that, for example, the Evil Dead TV series that came out, right? Based off the movies. Um, the new Scream movie is, is not a reboot, but is you know a sequel inviting back the original cast. I mean, when you you take that approach, that it's not a reboot and you're adding to the mythology of the story, I love it. Even with Halloween, if you see it. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis was all over Halloween Kills, right? But yet, when we watch the movie, she's not there because they're saving it for Halloween ends. <laughs> right, right. I mean, branding. It's, yes. it's some people, you know, they take it a little too far. Um, you know, I don't think we need to milk things for 40, 50 years. I mean, there's plenty <laughs> out there. You think that Halloween should have been done already then? I, to be honest with you, I, I was I was done uh, with Halloween 1. John Carpenter did it right. Why revisit it? I don't need. I saw Halloween 2. Uh, and then I think I dabbled in Halloween three, which was oh, interesting. Three, yeah, three had nothing to do with anything. I went right, huh? huh? And then after that, I'm like, I'm done. Why do I need to keep going backwards? Why do I need to keep seeing the same imagery? Why do I need to keep saying that same white mask? You know, uh, why do I need to keep seeing this? Oh, the, the, well, the mask does evolve. It's not the same mask. Oh, it's not Captain Kirk anymore, I know. It's- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's evolved. It's evolved over time. So we're talking movies and stuff, but let's get into the real deal right here because you're releasing the graphic novel of that hit comic book you had, Bob Nine Union Psychic, via Ace Comics UK label, Anyone World. Right? Yes. Yes. So, so let, let's talk about that a bit. Let me also do a screen share, folks. So you got to see the awesome imagery behind this. I mean, you look at this awesome stuff too. Because I mean, boom! You got the, the 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 movie studio. You got the comic books. Let's begin to talk a little bit about Bob. Now, I have access to some, you know, some cool pictures. Hey, renegade psychic, professional hairstylist. Right. Explain, Lance. Explain what's going on here. Who is you know, he, he is, he's the guy that defies gatekeepers. He's the guy that that's not going to wait uh, for the studio or the publisher or, or the agent um, to, to accept him. He's that guy. He's a true independent. So, uh, you know, it started off. This is, this is a 21 year journey for Bob. 21 years you've been working with Bob. Yeah, this the screenplay. Wow. I wrote that screenplay in two thousand, and it it landed on a couple of, of studio tables. But it was it was radical. It was new. Wait a minute, were you pushing to do this as a type, like a show or a film? An actual feature film. Oh shit! Cool. So I so that's that. that's where it all started, and it was Why, like a, okay. Wait 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 wait. Why did you go? That route was it just because of your interest in film? I want to make a movie, and how the hell did you turn this into a comic? Well, I had just finished, uh, like doing, uh, uh, at that time, the final edit of my feature film, Hunting for Fish. So film, film was it. That was great, great film, folks. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, uh, and that once again, still that as well as a 20 year journey. So, wow. and I guess the idea is, is independence sometimes takes, it takes time. Uh, you don't, you don't need to sell your soul to get anywhere. Uh, just do it and do it I right. I hope not. I hope yeah. not. Jesus Christ, folks. If you got to sell your soul to get that fame, bro, you know what? My condolences already. You're going to lose out of your family, apparently, when it comes to those deals. <laughs> right. There's there's no point. So the idea was, is, well, I got to keep the, 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 the feature film train rolling. Uh, the screenplay writing aspect of my skills, I got to keep that rolling. Now we're going back 21 years. I'm thinking, you know, that that was... You know, the Internet was still in its infancy. You still had gatekeepers. You still had studios, agents. You still had to get into that system somehow. Yeah, you still got started. gatekeepers at the end of the day, though. I mean, so many hashtags that end in gate. I don't know how these people even feel comfortable using that type of verbiage. You I I, mean? I don't like it because, in a sense, uh, it shuts out the you, independence. Yeah. And who made you a gatekeeper to begin with? Like, for people to use that, I really hate any hashtags that end in a gate because no one has made you a defender. This is for everybody. And if you don't like it, no, that's that's your opinion. Let others, you know, discuss it. And let's do this in an open forum if you're a real person, you know, to put your your, your, your opinions out there. <laughs> right. And and you the know? idea is, 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 you know, to get into some kind of entity uh, which which kind of validates a lot of people. 
so that they, they can produce their work. And I also think, while well, you understand you get into a big corporate entity, you may be producing work, but it may not be the work you want. Exactly, because you're going to be uh, subject to their rules. So exactly. how is that you being independent? How is that having any creative freedom when you are subject to rules? Okay, well, I'm going to give you access to this, but you can't do this, that, the other. Nah, right. bro. That's right. not, you know, when you stifle uh, creativity, you're not going to get a good product. Exactly. So, so the idea is, you know, independence. I mean, I don't want to be a run and gun anything. Um, sure, in some cases it'll, it would be fun, but if I'm if I want to make a film, you know, I'm just going to make the film. I'm not going to wait for validation. I'm not going to wait for acceptance. So that's the running theme behind Bob, non-union psychic. You know, he has every opportunity to get into the psychic union if they will accept him. But if they don't accept him, guess what? He's going to have to be his own entity, which is okay. what he does. So let me ask you there. I mean, you, you, that's the kind of an emphasis, Bob, non-union psychic. I mean, is the emphasis that he's trying to get into a union or that he just doesn't give a shit whether he's in or not? Well, you know how it is. Uh, the underlying theme of like uh, family pressures and what have you. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, his great great his great grandfather was associated with the psychic union. And to, in order to get prestige and be legitimate in anything, a lot of people think you need to be attached to an entity. Okay. It doesn't matter if it's a union, a guild, a clique, a club, um, a website. You know, a website. Ah. Ah. Um, I mean, it's it's that whole idea of, well, wait a second, is uh, just to be myself and to prove I can be a screenplay writer, I have to be a, associated with a guild or anything. Yeah. I mean, I understand what, what the protections are. I understand the validity of it. But it, it's not a marker of, of your of skill your talent set. And your skill, your talent and your skill. I think it's talent and skill there because, again, there's so many talented people that just don't care about being part of, of a greater landscape like a union, you know? Right. And, and at one time, you know, it, it, it was very enticing for me. It was like, oh, what, what, do I, what do I need to do to do this? And then understanding that, well, wait a second, do I really, do I really need, do I need to go that route? Do you really want to give over percentage of your goods for people that are actually doing nothing for you anyway? <laughs> it's, it, it's, a, it's a tricky thing. You're absolutely right. It's a tricky you know, thing. I'm not trying to disunion. Yeah, there are some unions that do great work and, and actually do help You know the, the people that participate in it. But there are some unions that are there just know it's, it, that it's clicky. And, and I get what you mean from that. Right. And and it's it's just the idea of it's a metaphor. You know, non-union is a metaphor of of saying, look, you don't have to be accepted uh, to, to any higher power to exercise your creative will. And that's the underlying theme of Bob. And you'll see it through, throughout the, the trilogy. You'll see him uh, even working with them. You, so, you, you, you'll see how that they actually, after a while, want him. But he's kind of like, well, you know what? I, I think I'm going to do my own thing. I think I don't need you, motherfuckers. <laughs> In the, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's all about True Talent. Which is you the name of the first book, True you Talent. Should have, you should have called him out mega. God damn, brother like me. I don't need you guys. I'll form my own joint and show you guys how it's done and show positivity for everything. I love it. So what what what, what was it about the hair, man? Because I see you have a fabulous head of hair, bro. And now Bob happens to be a hairstylist. I mean, what's going on here? <laughs> it, it, it was one of those things of, 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 you know how you look at a lot of comic book characters and there are a lot of cheats to the character. Um, uh, that give them access to things that, you know, a lot of a, a normal hero wouldn't have. And a normal hero could have been, could be anybody uh, that does something good on the street. You know, no, no supercomputers, no, no trust fund, no mansions, no cars, you know, doesn't, doesn't have that. So what this is it? not Bruce Wayne? <laughs> this is not Bruce Wayne. You know, no, there's no fortress of solitude. And not even Peter Parker because he went from poverty to being a CEO out of nowhere. Right. And, and the idea is as well, this is, this is a guy that has another skill set and it happens to be giving people confidence, cutting their hair, make them look good. He, and that's what he wants to focus on because, you know, the, the psychic side of him, there's a duality. It does make him really uncomfortable to have, uh, to have the ability just to see a little bit more than everybody else does to feel that energy. So being a barber, being a hairstylist, you know, 
His bat cave is his barbershop. <laughs> nice. But guess what? It's also his revenue stream and it's how he lives. It's a skill he can take anywhere. So he's anywhere. not just he's not just someone that, that is just out there cutting it, but he's also an entrepreneur going through that journey too. Exactly. You 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 he's building something from nothing, you know, uh, all wow. by himself with with the with another skill set. How deep so, is that, yo? That's beautiful. So he's he's just cutting hair. He wants people to feel good about themselves. And if need be, he can do it anywhere. He can do it freelance. He can travel the world. But I, I the point is, is he though. has a home base. I got to ask you, look at his, his his hair. Like, where the inspiration is there? Because you got this dude with, like, this 50s hairstyle. But then he got those 70s Stan Lee shades. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I sent I sent uh, uh, to Francisco Resendez, our amazing artist. Shout yeah, out man. to him. Fire, yo. That's one thing about this book. The art is, like effing amazing and, and i need you to tell us the story how you even found this homie right there i mean it was a it was a collaborative effort with with adam Voley, um uh co-writer adam, and editor out. yeah man shout out to adam kiddo the guy that basically taught me how to make comics you know i'm the oh, movie really? guy wait, wait, he's wait, the wait. comic guy okay yeah. i i need to know this story lance because it's not something i haven't heard yet from the crusader side of it it's like how did you even get with adam and, and how did he you know kind of help you in the journey uh, you know, I was, we're going back quite a few years. I heard, about, I heard about a kid that, that got an F on a, on a short story in a creative writing class through a colleague of mine. And I, I said, and he, he recommended, you need to read the story that this kid wrote. It's, 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 it's pretty awesome. I said, I don't want to read it. We're doing our own stuff. I'm writing stuff. I got other movies to make. And I, he kept, he kept, this colleague kept pestering me about it. He kept and nagging then, you. Get, get and, real. He kept nagging you. <laughs> and then, and then he was like, no, man, it's World War II. And I was like, what do you mean this kid wrote something World War II? I said, all right, I'll, I'll check it out. So I wrote, I, I, I read this amazing story that he wrote and I said, well, we got to meet him. And at the same time, he was, uh, he was getting published and shooting star comics. Does that even exist anymore? Oh, no, I don't know if they do. I don't know if they. I haven't. Heard, I haven't gotten anything from them in a long time. So I'm speculating. Maybe they don't. But you know, hey, Adam. Right. <laughs> and 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 then he he actually brought his proof sheets of of the uh, the story he was getting published in that book, and I got to see the actual proof sheets actually drawn on on the big proof sheets, and I was like, all right, this kid's got something going on, and he knew he knew comics, he knew comics inside and out, like I know movies. Wow. So that's that short story he had. We turned into a, a screenplay and it actually it raised some eyebrows in the industry. But people didn't want to touch it because it was pretty risky. It was it was pretty uh, it was pretty hardcore. <laughs> we got a lot of attention all those years ago. But you should have went to trauma, man. Larry Kaufman to do anything, bro. I know, you know, you know, he he offered me money for for hunting for fish twenty oh, years ago, word. and I he said, did? I said, jump in a lake. I ain't going there. No oh. way. Oh God, <laughs> no way. Wait, no wait, 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 may I ask, was the offer at least decent? No, it oh, was. Okay, it was like a quarter of what my my budget Ew. was. So I was oh, like, no. Larry, how dare you yeah. say my like crusade? Like, I mean, to play, I forgot about that. That's going back. We're going back twenty years on that. <laughs> But, you know, that's how it came together with Adam. And then, and then, you know, we lost track of each other until about 2013, 14. And I, I reconnected with him with the idea of well, what can we do with these, these, these screenplays that we have. And he, he wanted to, he, he originally wanted to do a graphic novel of, of the screenplay we wrote together. But I said, I don't, I don't think that's commercial enough just yet. So I had Bob floating around. I sent him the screenplay and he was like, yes, without a doubt, this is, this is what we need to adapt. So um, book one, True Talent, is basically a very condensed version of the screenplay. And um, uh, so uh, Bob number zero, uh, True Talent, is the template for the screenplay. And then we get into Bob one and two, which all tie into the same storyline, but are completely original one shots. So... You know, it, it is not it's not designed in a sense uh, uh, to be serialized. You know, we were thinking, let's let's do these as one shots, but still tie in the world and the characters. I love it. You do one of those old school one and dones that that all of us old school comics used to love within a run. Sometimes you get a three issue story. Sometimes you get that one and done story, which was amazing. You're like, yo, that was fire, you know. 
Well, that's why between stories. So it, yeah. it, was that intentional then? It was, it was the first book was a hundred percent intentional. You know, book zero was all about let's condense this screenplay and introduce people to the world of Bob. That's the zero part of it. Wow. And then we did book one, um, you know, the legend of Legro, which was like, how do we just up the game and just totally uh, take ourselves out of whatever we were doing in book zero. Let's, let's, let's get into 18th century France. Let's get into massive cursed hair. Let's get into magical scissors. Let's go nuts with the, with the classical style. And then we get book oh, two. And talk about magical scissors. The hey! real deal. Oh, look at So that's real metal, everything. It it's real working scissors. It, it's, it's real scissors, Nat. It, I don't think it'll cut hair 100%. But... Let put it up there, yo. Let me take that off. Hey, look at that, yo. Fuego. That's the real it. deal. Shout That's out to the real LA. Deal. Yeah, happy launch day. Yo, oh, wait a minute. Is today launch day? For, uh, yeah, for, for, uh, this is, this is all about the big book of Bob. Hey, that's right, folks. Today is launch day. And again, this is why we have them. You got to show me more energy, Lance. Come on now. You got to show <laughs> Get that. It's right there. You see that? You go to anyone, anyoneworld.com, and you can pick up that bad boy today. But tell me how gorgeous these scissors are, and tell me the story behind this whole design, Lance. What's popping in here? This is great. Uh, that's all That's all Francisco Resendez design right there in the comic books. Um, we, we, had a little, we had a little bit of snag in the, in the design. In the, what do you in mean the... by that? Talk about it. You know, because, again, people also got to understand that in the journey – there's going to be bumps in the road, right? So there was a snag, and how did you, you know, deal with that? Snag? Well, the design, um, well, artistically, you you have right-handed and left-handed scissors. Okay. So we were noticing that they were a little ambidextrous at first, and we were like, no, we need to have an actual schematic of the scissor design as right-handed scissors, because, why well, you know, he's right-handed. Why not? Okay. And um, that's what it's going to be. So he, he came up with this, uh, and it's, this is a supplemental material in the new book. You get to see the scissor designs. Gotcha. Now, these exact scissor designs I sent to a colleague of mine in Los Angeles who's actually going to play the real-life Legros in our movie we're making. No now, way. Do you have a picture of homie? I need to see. I do not. Movie. He's, he's ah. the only, he's, he's the only guy I don't have a, I have a picture of yet. You've I seen would the, love to see because I, we already see what homie look like in the comics. Folks. I, I'm like yeah. dying to see, you know, if you already chose an actor, I, I'm dying to see. What's his name? Can we share it, that? It's name. Yeah. It's Chris Rink, Christopher Rink. Yay. Um, Whoa. Chris, AKA Bob. Pleasure to meet you. Yep. <laughs> He's he's he made the scissors. He's he's a he's a, a very intelligent engineer. The guy can build anything. And I and I handed him the task and I gave him the schematics. I gave him Francisco's schematics and said, Could you make okay. a pair of scissors? Wait, and he did. Wait, 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 wait. You're fucking me up here. There were schematics that Francisco came up with for this whole joint. Too. Absolutely. We we need it. <laughs> it's like anything, you know, if if Batman has a battering, I'm sure there's a schematic. So that you can get it right. I, you know what this reminds me of? You remember those old school Marvel Universe comics that would give you the mad origins and then break down the headquarters and the weapons? Right, right. It's yeah, and it would be its own <laughs> little its own little chapter. Hell they, yeah, yo! It's the that, same and thing deep, and deep, like a mofo on the usage and the schematic. Like, can I really make this? <laughs> and that's that's what's the whole thing. So, as a supplemental material, extra art in the Big Book of Bob. Which is launching today, of course. Yeah. Um, Woo, how do you feel about that kid or through anyone? Dude, this is the, it's it's sobering. Finally, it's like now people can have a book in their hands, pages to flip, hardcover, paper cover. Hey, you know, hey, oh, shout this out to is Paul. for real. Yeah, There's man. Paul. Yeah, he's the man. Yeah, that's and, the man um, right there behind ASAP Comics UK, folks, man. If you guys are creators and watching this, yeah, reach out to Paul, man. He's always this willing to listen to a pitch. He's creating a tremendous independent comic universe. That's Listen, the, the homie's going to be challenging other publishers real soon. I see it because he has a tremendously talented team. And it encompasses not just comics. He's a smart player. He's learned a lot from what I'm trying to do, too. So... I love it, man. That, that that he's like he's my homie. Love you, Paul. It works. It works. Yeah, it's a great team, and I'm I'm happy to be a part of the Anyone World. I mean, this was a it, it was great. You know, struggling 
struggling in the oversaturated market of independent comics was was tough with Bob. But I already had I already had the big book of Bob complete uh, three three years ago. And it was just waiting for the right time for it all to come together. And, And sometimes your time is your time. Like I said, it's been 20. It's been a 21 year journey for Bob. Your time is your time. You can't force it. And no. yeah, it's your not time dated in come. any way. Yeah, your time does come. Um, you know, I have people in my life, for example, that are like, oh, you've been doing this so long. Like, what's going on? I'm like, dude, you got to understand, like, sometimes these journeys could take 10, 15, 20. But once you make it, then it's like done. You know what I mean? But you, you got to be consistent because part of the journey is it is just that. You know, are you here? you know, to try and just be famous. So you really here down for the journey. Like I am, you know, I'm here to share people's experiences, people's journeys, people's stories like you. I mean, you know, we started out where you were just this comic book creator. Like, yo, can you guys review this? And next thing you know, we connected on a higher level where now you even became a contributor. How beautiful is that? And, and yeah. now you, you're somebody that I am so proud of because I've, you know, since you become a contributor, I've seen how you've risen. It's been, you know, just amazing, you know. Yeah, it's it's been a great journey. I can't, you know, it's it's been amazing. And of course, surround yourself with like-minded people, um, people that I are agree. go-getters. You got to, as we know, you surround yourself with the like-minded people and it's going to happen. There's, yeah. a, there's a strategy. It's, there's a plan. Um, sure, there's friendships that develop, but on the same token, guess what? Uh, we got to keep rocking. We got to keep yeah. moving forward. We got to help one another, you know, achieve those next steps, you know. And if we have the resources, let's use each other's resources to achieve the goals we want to achieve. And let's see that, that, that this is what I love about this new age. It, it, it is collaboration, you know, it is real love and trying to help everybody else, you know, connect. So if people believe in that, you know, you know, we could move forward so much faster. You know what I mean? And not only that, it's it's a, it's you know, independence isn't necessarily a, a a battle cry and a stream against uh, mainstream. To me, it's saying, look, we can do work just as awesome, if not better. So don't ignore us and don't put us down. You know, don't try and shun us or Absolutely. buy us out. You know, we're we're part we're part of the industry, and and independents aren't going to go away. It's just once again, you know, who the cream rises to the top. You got to keep rocking. If if you don't, it, it could have been easy to give up twenty one years ago. It could have been easy to give up ten years ago, but we didn't. We just no, the, people love no, the stories, and we went forward with it. You don't give up, man. Consistency, belief, you know. Uh, again, you just got to go forward. You know, th- th- every, everything has an audience, you know, and it'll be found. And when you're creating great products, you have a great team. Um, it only shows. I mean, and, and folks, you got you, you got to see also his articles. I mean, Lance doesn't just do his own comic books and film movies, but being a, a writer of comics, he covers some crazy retro movies, right? Right, right. And again, like I've stated, you've shared awesome content, you know, regarding writing skills and whatnot, preparation. And, you know, folks, right there, comiccrusaders.com, you're looking for, for just Lance Lucero, just do that search on the website. You're going to see all those amazing contributions that are here to help you with your journey, too. I mean, this man is just amazing. He is about giving. Right here, yo, look at that, bro. You're a champ, Lance, they're telling you, brother. Hey, that's awesome. Thanks. Thank you for being uh, for being and supporting indie. They're telling you, look at it. look at the love, brother. It's well, all about love. it. That's what it's all about. And even the com and the comics how to. You know, to me, I don't believe in, in hoarding information or hoarding my journey. Yeah. Um, I tell you exactly how I did it. There's no there's no hiding. There's no lying. There's no there's no uh, posturing about it. It's like this is the work that that we put into these books to get them out to the world. And now. Boom! It's it's taking the next step. It's it's this compilation. It's this yeah. big book of Bob. See, it's I, all. I want to give you your flowers, Kittle, because that's truth there. Because again, folks, all you got to do is look up the comics how to. There's two volumes thus far that he's created, and it's such great information. It does guide you in a journey. He has shared his personal journey, and it's it's, it's amazing to see that he shared this. 
uh, he so eloquently puts it out there. You know, you could really, you know, feel it. You resonate with what he's going through, and you know, you learn about what it is, you know, to take those steps. It's so informative. So I just want to say thank you, Lance. You know, for doing that for for comic crusaders, but just doing that as a human being to share that story, that knowledge. Not many people are willing to do that, as you stated. Like, so people, some people would agree that you see me though on chat. I find out about, oh, guys, look, 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 look. I'm quick to share because I think that's the only way we could grow. Not, you know, as, not just as a team, but it's just as individual human beings. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, uh, granted, it's, it's all there. What anybody does with it after that is their problem. But yes. I'm, I'm laying it all on the table and saying, hey, look, you know, the, if I yeah. can do it, anybody can do. Remember that. Remember Vincent Olin from the yeah, Last yeah. Resort. Yeah, yeah. Talk about this, bro, because you were talking about doing the Legro stuff. I mean, these are such awesome stuff. And yo, know, PA, hold on, I gotta put this on screen real quick. Because PA, you see, one hundred percent agree. Creative collaboration is key. Learn from each other. And it's absolutely. True. That's what it is. This is what it is for me. I know Paul learned from me. And you know what? And me seeing his journey, Paul's journey, I've learned a lot. Heck, right, you might even see my little comic crusaders folks on this label because if there's any label I'm going to commit to, it's going to be you know ASAP, and that's where I want to put my my comic crusaders comic at for real. Absolutely, and it's it's once again you know if someone's knocking it out of the ballpark, you know like like yeah, you and me. Paul, and it's it. Like the Not two, just me and Paul, it's everyone. We got, you know, Shade Wing. We got you. Oh, yeah, the list John, goes on. We got Johnny killing it on OTP, TDC, MPP. We got a great Fucking team. Re- I mean, Johnny's on over 2,000 reviews. I mean, the right. machine, kiddo. I mean, this, the, a, we, we have a team that does nothing but fucking put their heart out there for the love of the culture, man. And, and, and you know, when you, when you collaborate and yeah, you, exactly. you see what people are up to. And you we know, support. I mean, we have that support. New, we have that new collaborator. We're going to be covering a lot more music. We have JJ right. Kimaris, you know, and she did amazing with tunes and my, and our fellow crusader, Caleb. I don't know if you guys saw that interview. That I was, saw that today. That was, that was pretty good. Yeah. She's amazing, bro. So I can't, you know, I'm very happy to have her as part of our conversators team and for the journey. It's, it's going to be great because again, this, you got to just keep expanding, bro. I mean, music is a part of comics is anything else, right? It's I mean, I, pop culture. Yeah, it, it is. I know it's you know, art. Yeah, it's part of the art, man. I don't want to listen to Spawn. I need some metal, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So talk about this, the, the, these awesome videos you got on Vimeo, brother. Well, it, it started off as an experiment. Like, um, what, uh, uh, Legro, what do you mean of course. experiment? Talk about these experiments. You, you, you are like the fucking Einstein of film. So talk about it for me. Well, <laughs> we, well we, when we did Bob 1, you know, we based uh, Legro uh, uh, de Romigny in French. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, <laughs> he, he, he was a real guy. He was a real hairdresser in the French court in the 18th century. Oh, wow. And yes, yeah, so we, we, uh, you know, we based a character on him in the, in the comic book, but we turn him into an 18th century paranormal adventurer with 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 the, his prestigious scissors that has a signature on it that Bob gets. It's on that poster. Ah, right there. OK, so, you know, I'm thinking, well, I want to do a I want to do another short film, but I want to tie it into the Bob world. But I don't want to do like Bob exclusively. So instead, we went back, you know, uh, to the to 18th century France. Okay. And we're going to use that character and we're, we're creating a new film to tie into the Bob books. Oh, dope, dope, dope. Ah, yeah. Yeah, look at these hats, yo, folks. And he makes these things like real, yo. This is fire. Yes. All the, all the costumes are made by Laurel. I do the hair constructs with the, with the models. Um, I mean, how wild do you have to be? You know, you got to stand on a table and yell, look at me. Here we are. So I got these posters and, and every time we shoot with somebody and we haven't shot with Chris Rink yet, um, when he gets out here in about a week and a half, we will yeah. finally we will finally have his photo shoot. We will finally have a new post. Every actor in this film gets their own poster. Oh, and we're nice. That's awesome. So everybody has their own poster thus far, but we haven't we haven't photographed <laughs> it. What in the fuck is going on here? Look at these. That's a that's a real birdcage on her head. You know what I mean? <laughs> that wig, I think, weighs two pounds. It's an word, amazing wig. Two pound wig, kid. Yeah. Word. 
Well, the cage, the cage was metal. I couldn't find a plastic one and, and all the fake birds inside of it. And then the, the bird cage off to the side. Um, see, this is what Legro does. He makes these people look good, but it's all a front for him to fight paranormal energy. That's it's all just a front. Gotcha. But it's also so fashionable. Like I could really see this shit on runaways. Okay. This, this, it's, we needed to be, and here's the with, funny thing. We have, with the we have like, of this one. <laughs> this is not no yeah, we have, <laughs> we have the servant, you know, we, we have, uh, uh, Freddie Solano playing the servant and I'm like, you just gotta be a disgruntled servant. That's that you're, yeah. you're, you're putting up with all this. So that's what you, this all came about. That picture like displays that on a honey, like, Oh my effing God, what am I here? <laughs> right. And, and, and that's the duality of the characters. You know, you, you have a foppish hairstylist, you have his servants, his assistants, you, 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 you know, you have the two Queens, the prima donnas. So the idea is making this film as big as possible, tie it into the book so that it's kind of like circular. Uh, you know, if people see this, this short film, they'll go, they'll go back and check out the book and vice versa. And, you know, we're doing all this Jim Henson style. We're Whoa, doing, what is this? You know, that's, that's one of the, that's the opening shot. Obviously oh, we're not in, obviously we're not in, in France. Obviously um, I don't have a carriage. That's a miniature. That's not the Swiss Alps and shit. No, that's the Rocky mountains. <laughs> you know, that, that castle is, is a, uh, Cherokee Ranch and Castle here in Colorado with with some uh, some touch ups, some photoshopping. But um, we shot that little carriage there at a baseball field. Pulled it on Is that a, a, a real carriage. It's only a little tiny thing. It's only this oh, big. Really? Yeah, we. I can't afford a carriage and horses. <laughs> hey, bro, you're in Colorado. What do I know? You, you got farms out there to probably rent. That's true. But, you know, that this is the style of the movie. If you love Labyrinth, if you love Time Bandits, oh, if, you love, if you love all that stuff, this is what this film's going to be shot on film, not HD, shot on film. And it's going to tie into the Bob books. And it's historical. If you really want to look up LeGros, the dude, look him up. He existed for <laughs> real. I love it. I love it. So there you go, folks. Look, right there. You can get your copy of Bob right now, right? Which includes zero through two, right? Yes, Three books. Uh, anyone worth three books, bro? Three. So we can. Do we have a choice? Hardcover, softcover. What? What is it? Yes, you you have prestige hard copy. You have paperback. You have digital. Um, and so, uh, and you're gonna also get a lot of supplemental materials with this book. You're gonna get like the what? extra art. You're gonna get extra hey. art. You're gonna get character designs. Uh, oh. You're gonna get a missing scene that was scripted that we didn't put in Bob Two because. Page count was getting too high. I, oh, really, really? I really wish we could have. We could have. I would have loved to see what Francisco would have drawn for this. It would oh. have been amazing, but we couldn't do it. So we put the missing scene in its scripted form in the book. Um, nice. You're going to get some inside info on Coiffiere Extraordinaire waiting for Legro, the the third installment of the Legro series, basically. Uh, you're going to get a lot more with this book, and you know what else you're going to get? You're going to get all the covers. You know how. How, how graphic novels, they say they never give you the covers. You have to buy the, the single issues to yeah. get the covers. And then you get the graphic novel. And it's usually chapterized, but it doesn't have the – you're getting all the covers. We're not going to skimp on anything in this book. Oh, no skimping, folks. You hear this shit? They ain't cheap. No skimping. So you're, you're going to get a lot out of this book. And, of course, good stories, good art, a good team. So Independence Rise, man. This is, this is what we're about, you know? This is yeah, what we're man. about. That's what it should be because I know, you know, ASAP is doing their thing. Uh, you know, Paul took a bold step to say, you know what? I want to do my own thing. And it encompasses, you know, regular comics, adult comics, you know, kid stuff, you know, actual books, <laughs> you know. So as I, yo, what was my copy? Is it here? <clears throat> it's probably over here now. I move things too much. I keep organizing too much. I, I, I'm fucking psycho that yeah, way. Yeah, I got mine back here, but I'm tied to the. Uh, I'm tied. I'm tied with earbuds. <laughs> I, I switched to earbuds. We're both out of goddamn reach of the. Oh, oh hey, here it goes. Wait a minute. Fuck that. There you go. Look at this, folks. Look at this. Yeah, points of villainy, points of virtue. And then check yeah. this out. So, folks, you can talk about some villains. I love me my villains, but then if you're all about the evil, just flip that book. Whereby. You know what I mean? How, how awesome is this? And and that's a shout out right here because uh, this is PA right there, Paul, that's been in the chat. And also LA 
So thank you for your yep. creativity for creating such an awesome book right here that that le- uh, leads to so many things. This was so creative. So they're well, knocking it out of the guys, ball. Man. They're knocking it out of the ballpark. They, yeah, I'm very know. proud. Like again, uh, you know, I they, like like my uh, God bless my deceased creator, Gar Cremona used to say, "Is like Omega is the Papa Bear, right?" So for real, I do feel like a very proud Papa Bear of you. Paul, Shay, Wayne, Johnny. I mean, everybody in the team, JJK, everybody. Because, wow, yo, we've created something special. So I, I'm very proud of each and every single one of you. So look at this. Perfect timing. I was just asking your last Saturday about ASAC Con. So there you go. They're going to check out the website. Thank you, Shaka. You should. Because you're going to get amazing books from not just, you know, Lance, but my boy David and Paul and. Oh my God, uh, LA and uh, 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 oh my God, what's the rest of the team? And as please, uh, I mean, it's it's it's, it's a it's a great it's a group huge of team. people. Yeah, it's, it's a, a great. Huge team. Paul did what I did for his publishing press. So That's what I'm saying. I'm so proud of the kid, old man. It's like, you know, he lived in the dream as we all should. Right, right. So once again, you align yourself with the people that are that are kicking ass in their world, and it's like, well, here I am, and here's what I have to offer. So, you know, uh, if, if, if you put your hand out to the world, um, you know, don't get, don't be afraid to be bit. Uh, you got to put your hand out. You got to be able to say, I'm here. So as, as our collaborations grew, this is how it's turning out. And all of us are in it for each other, but not just each other. It's all about transcending. Let's, let's get the art out there. Getting the art, sharing, sharing, sharing. And building one another up to make sure that we could each reach those big next levels. And hopefully, maybe one day, I'll be one of those dudes getting shot in a Lance Lucero film. Hey, I'll be that Puerto Rican. I guess, hey, no problem, bro. You, you I'll never a, know. I'll, I'll be a dead body for you in the film. I will. I offer myself up. I'm not a great actor, but I could play a dead body, bro. No, no All right. Problem. You're the first one I'll call. If you want to <laughs> shoot me, if you want to get me shot, you know, like All Vince right. McMahon style back in the day, I'll be your heel. No problem. Cool. <laughs> so, Lance, what else we got going though in the future for you? What 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 are we anticipating? What else? Well, uh, we have the we have the big book of Bob now finally on the proverbial table. It's ready Woo! to be there. Uh, we also have four other stories written. So you know, to continue this, it's it's not a problem. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, scoop, 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 folks! There's a scoop right here. So, are we getting brand new Bob stories via ASAP? We we are planning on that. Yes, they're they're scripted. They're ready to go. One of the stories in particular is now going to be the first spinoff of this Bob series. So it's there's another title. Spinoff. There's another title. The universe begins to grow. Yes. So these books have been in, in place for a while now. I and know. it's just a question of, you know, finding, finding the, finding the right time to do it. So we're on the verge, Bob, Bob, we want to continue. We're going to try to continue. Um, and beyond that, it's the films, you know, uh, uh, the last resort will be playing at the Denver underground film festival. I believe hey, hear that, folks? November 19th. So we finally made it into a festival in Denver. You know, I, I was, I was, film, right. No, this is the the short film, Last oh, the Resort. Short film. The last yeah. resort. Oh, oh, guys, guys, yeah. you're gonna love this. If you love spaghetti westerns, black and white, this is right right up your alley. Yeah. So we're still rocking the festival circuit with with the Last Resort and the Unmentionables. We're in production on Coiffier Extraordinaire, waiting well, for the going out for hunting for fish, so people could see that full feature. Hunting for fish is in the hands of uh, Adler and Associates Entertainment. They're their distribution company. It's in their hands. So it's okay. it's up to them to get that out to the world. Uh, they're doing what what basically I don't have the time or don't want to do. But what I really like is they're they're showcasing film. They're showcasing a feature film shot on film, an indie, which is uh, unfortunately some people are are the modern modern distributors, modern producers, modern studios. I'm not going to say young. I'm going to say modern. Are scratching their heads about film, like, oh my gosh, what do you mean, film? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, what what is it about film that you believe scares them so much as opposed to digital? One, I think it's truth. Um, anybody who is anybody can call themselves a filmmaker. 
And um, when I mentioned that I shot a film on film, people back up a couple steps and say, well, what do you mean you shot it on film? I'm like, well, I did what had been done the last 120 years. I, I did what you love, everything. What do you love? E.T.? What do you love? Yeah. Rambo? You know, I, I did it like that. Tape! Tape, motherfuckers! Tape! <laughs> right. right. And and it's like, you know, don't be afraid of it. I'm just doing what the skill set calls for, calls for for a filmmaker. I have nothing against HD. I have nothing against digital. But there are a lot of people out there shooting HD digital calling themselves filmmakers. And I'm like, well, wait a second. Uh, d- digital has its own look it has its own feel embrace it be a digi maker be a digital movie maker but you are not putting celluloid through the gate of a camera and exposing it to light you're not doing that chemical process now a lot of people are going to complain and 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 get mad well we're equal fitting no we're equal fitting as storytellers we're equal fitting uh as uh, when it comes to um uh, showcasing our imagery, but we are doing two completely different processes that look yes. completely different. They do. And actually enhance or dehance whatever story you're trying to tell. Uh, okay, I agree 100 and motherfucking 75% on that comment. Because, for example, Evil Dead was a movie that was on film, right? Um, absolutely. I, I, I grew up and loved this effing fucking movie. But the day that they upgraded that shit to like an HD quality, and I, like an asshole, decided to check it out, I hated the movie. Well, you know, they're, they're... I cannot see this on digital. It's just everything looks so fucking fake. I just can't uh... take it. I can't take it. I can't take it. I love film because it, it hides so many things. It's rugged. It's dirty. But it's real. I mean, I look at back like Toby Hop- Hooper, you know what I mean? With OG Texas Chainsaw. That shit is a fucking grimy film, son. Grimy. And, it, and, it, and it's it, great. And it feels grimy because that's the way it's captured. Mm-hmm. You know, and film in its purest form is spotless. It, it is, is it's, it's, it's an amazing. amazing. It's an am- like the other day I started watching an auto, a, a schlock. 1973, John Landis's first movie. Oh my God, he says schlock. Oh my God, I haven't seen that shit. In I years. haven't seen that probably oh, shit. four Alflex decades. Is coming, Alflex. <laughs> so, but I was still amazed. You know, as 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 low budget and actually as bad as it is. I mean, Rick Baker did the makeup pre. You know, he did that pre. Uh, where uh, King Kong pre wow. uh, American World from London. He did he did the schlock makeup. Wow and. But I'm, I'm watching it and going, wow, you know, it's really well photographed. I mean, the image is is amazing. I'm like, it's is a very beautiful image, you know. Of course, it's uh, it's it's, and this is on the low end. And I'm thinking, wow, if this is on the low end, you know, uh, it's pretty amazing <laughs> what they accomplished. It's a, and we've seen this throughout history, and and it doesn't matter, film, HD, music comic books, if you try to do anything for $1.95, oh. it's going to look like it's done for $1.95. I, I, I agree with especially the comic side when you see the original comic and then you get the uh, recolored versions, if you will. It takes away so much sometimes from the OG art that it's just like, ah, I, I, I can't, I can't. This looks too kiddie-ish. You know what I mean? I do know I, what you mean. And that was a thing... In a sense, you know, even with Bob, we had different style. When our top three artists, we were like, well, which way do we want to go with this? You know, it is a comedy, but when it gets horror, it gets horror. It gets graphic. So it's like, well, what kind of imagery do we want to see on a T-shirt? What kind of imagery do we want to promote? So we went that kind of cartoon slash uh, kind of a little manga. Just a tiny bit. Uh, and and the words you just used, saying cartoonish and manga, if the opportunities was offered to do Bob as an animated feature, would you go for it? Yes. And and there was interest at one time uh, from a company that approached me and, and were like, well, this this comic book, we're interested in, um, in animating it. And I I gave them the books and they were like, wow, it's too complicated. We We... We think it's too complicated. We need it to be more simple. And I'm like, what do you mean more simple? 
the rejection was was uh, the complexity of the character and the storylines. They wanted to dumb it down just to imagery, and I'm like, well, you gotta, uh, have, no. you can't just have imagery. You gotta have story. This is not the '90s when we went just to the art and they fucked the writers, right? Because the '80s was about writers over art. '90s was about art over the writers. Then we got into the 2000s. We got to that equal balance. So let's keep that. <laughs> you know, we we and that was the thing. So I was I was a little surprised by it. I was like, oh, int-. you know, they loved it. They were like, this is absolutely amazing. But we, you know, the character, we need to scale it back. You know, audiences. And I'm like, well, don't sell your audiences short. They're pretty ah. smart. You know, Haiti says they were lazy. Simple. <laughs> most likely, even though it was something prepared and ready to go. You know. Uh, being prepared. That's also part of being an independent producer. You have to be prepared. And if you're not prepared, you're, you know, somebody may dangle that carrot in front of your face. And if you're not ready, you're only selling yourself short. Oh, so yeah, be yeah, ready. Listen. Yeah, be ready. Say yes. Listen, how many times I'm not... Okay, to be honest, though, with that, sometimes when this is presented, make yourself ready. Because if it's presented, don't say no. Don't right. say no. For real. Like, you know what? Are you ready? Motherfucker, just answer it. Yes, even if you aren't. And make yourself goddamn ready. Because that's what I, <clears throat> I... I've been presented with A-list talent. You know how nervous I am before I do anything? I may not show it during a podcast. But, yo, when I talk to someone that's been doing things, yo, my palms are sweating. And my wife's like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got to... Let me go through this. I, I, this is like a whole process. <laughs> It's crazy, but I do still get nervous. But when I do it, you know, I'm no longer Alex. I'm Al Mega. I'm a whole different person. It's it's like anything. Yeah, it's like anything. You know, uh, we're making we're making films, and um, you you do what you have to do. Yeah. I my my basement is a green screen studio, and it's part of a castle. You know, we we uh, we wallpapers, fake. I mean, when you see this, it's gonna blow you away. And it and it all falls on our shoulders on how to do it. And there are days where I'm like, how the hell are we going to do this? I can't wait to visit you one day out there. I want to take a vacation because you know you're not the only one out there. We have you know two crusaders you know that are close, so yeah. definitely could make that a trip. Visit three crusaders, and again, you know, if you need some, you know, your your cowgirl to go and shoot somebody, you know, I'm there for you, Lance. You bet. It's it's we're rocking out here. And <laughs> that's why we're here right now to keep rocking. You know, check it out. The big book of Bob. It's going to blow your mind. I can't wait. Not just that, but it, it, it's the Lego stuff. So, folks, again, let's share stuff before we go. You know, we're approaching the hour. So people's articles on my comic crusaders. You know, you're like Lance Crusado. He's guiding you. He's sharing his knowledge and his experience. Like real talk. This it, It's great to actually read through that. Um, and, and you follow that journey, you follow his advice, I think it's going to help a whole lot of you that, that are going through similar experiences. But of course, you know, check out that Legos. Like you want to see some dope, dope short films that are definitely put a smile on your face. Cause I know Lance, bro, you have a, a great comedic sense as well. Don't sell yourself short on that. You have, you know, comedic timing. When I watch these joints, you know, as a fan of comedy, I come out smiling every single time, laughing like, yo, homie, homie, homie bugging, son. He's so funny. And of course, please follow him on Twitter at Warehouse 9 Eliminate, like, yo, so you can follow the whole greatness and find out when all that awesomeness is coming out through the uh, ASAP Comics UK. You know, right there, go to the website so you can know where it is. I'm sure he's sharing all the links that'll take you straight to. To, to Paul's joint, you know, so yep. you can buy them books. And of course, you know, you know because they, it's today, kid. Wepa! This is it's awesome. Cele- it's like a celebration, kiddo. I'm so proud of you. It's so a good zero, celebration. Zero to two through day. You could pick up at the shop, go right there to ne number one world.com, folks. You could pick up this amazing book that's just, it's gorgeous artistically. It's a gorgeously written book, too. It has real stories. Like he said, it's one shot, bro. You're going to be taking on an old school. You're going to feel fulfilled, but you still want to know what Bob is up to. You know what I mean? And then wait till the show comes out. God damn, yo. I, I can't wait till we can see this, you know. For, where, by That's right, Paul. Stay. Stay. Look at that. 
Look at that right there with the swag. And we could get that type of swag on the website too, right? It's coming soon. We're building it. We're gonna have we're gonna have an assortment of swag, uh, Bob swag. That's gonna be pretty cool. All right. Why does somebody cool. wanted to cosplay Bob? Are you gonna have cosplay version of those scissors? It, it, yes. And and here's the yes, funny thing. Said, oh, shit. <laughs> you you asked originally, you know, the look of Bob. Where did it come from? Mm-hmm. I sent two pictures to Francesco Resendez six years ago, seven years ago okay. of the model of Bob. It was Who's Buddy Holly. It was Buddy Holly and Elvis Presley. Oh, why those two? They're sexy, man. You can't Emma. beat that. They have the hair <laughs> they have, you know, uh, and, and that's what it was all about. So, so, and that, and it was the idea of pointing about hair. I'm like, you got to understand He's he's, like a, he's an amazing hairstylist. Why you go your hair, bro? Because look at you too, bro. Like you got. This is a life. pandemic. This is my pandemic cut. You know, it's like I just oh, said okay, forget it. This is me. That you, <laughs> you don't have your own Bob, your barberless poor guy. Pretty much, and I'm like, just <laughs> let it grow. You know, and and if 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 I had a Bob, he would do something with this mop. I I would go there. Oh, shit. It doesn't look like a mop. You know what, though? Let me do it, folks. Let me show you my fucking mop. I'm going to do it. Oh, wow. <laughs> bro, I've got a mop myself. Like, yo, bro, if I wanted to go Bob style, look, I could do, yeah. bana- I could do Banana Rama right now. You Probably. Yeah. <laughs> you, need, you need a Bob right now. You need a Bob. Yeah, I'll Bob. donate. Yo, yo, bro, my wife tells me that shit all the time. You need Bob right now, yo, for real. You, like, you need I, a Bob. I know, baby. Look at this shit, bro. Banana Rama. Hey! <laughs> That's awesome. Yo, yo, but Lance, you've been an amazing guest. Thank you for taking some time today to just hang out, talk about the book, yo, ASAP Comics, you know, Bob, you know, we got the uh, Waiting for Legros. Obviously, you know, the comic book uh, knowledge all over Comic Crusaders. Just look up Lance Crusado, please. Yep. Yo, for yep. real. It's like I'm good there. stuff is going to only help you guys on the journey. You know, he's a real dude. And, and if people wanted to contact you other than just Twitter, is Twitter the only place that could really hit you up or what? Twitter, the website. Um, right uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, that's, that's, that's headquarters right there. Uh, right. But, you know, I'm floating around Twitter. Um, <laughs> you'll always see me there. Uh, anyoneworld.com. Uh, uh, I'm I'm easily accessible, and so are the books, and so are the films. I mean, nothing's hidden. Uh, the, the the Vimeo sites are there, the the YouTube channels are there uh, of trailers and such. But because we're locked into uh, the film festival circuit, um, the Last Resort, the Unmentionables, Hunting for Fish, they are they are not you know uh, on a public platform because uh, those yeah. are now in the uh, the festival circuit. Those are if you really want to see it, you got to come out to a festival and sit in a movie theater with a lot of people and enjoy it. And there you go. You've made me style my hair in a whole different way. Going, I, You're working it there, man. I'll, I'll, you need to find a Bob out there. <laughs> I don't have a Bob. I had one in Massachusetts because I was right on the borderline of Rhode Island. So my bar was actually in Rhode Island. So people would laugh at me. I'm like, where's your barber? I was like, he's actually in Rhode Island, but it's actually across the street if you believe it. That's hilarious because, I mean, yeah, it's like a good mechanic or a good dentist. You need a good bob. You need someone to fix your hair. Yeah, I mean, look at this. My my wife has been my bob, but she's apparently not doing a great job. <laughs> You're there's teaching hope. the skills on air, bro. <laughs> there, there's, there's hope. All right. With that, folks, yo, thank you for hanging out. Wait, we got one more comment over here. Oh, shit, the mega flock of seagulls. That is a flock of seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> British mother- style. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit, where's Al's hat? They like, put that shit back on. All right, bro. All right. There it is. There. Okay, we're good now. There you go, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry to scare the shit out of you with my fucking mop. <laughs> love you guys, though. Saludos, kid. Much love. Thank you for tuning in. Lance, bro, is there anything else we should be aware of before we go? Just, you know, today it's all about Bob. Today it's it's the big book of Bob. Um, everybody check it out. The trailers, the book. It's there for your enjoyment. So buy it today at any one world. Go check out that amazing website, you know, right there at the bottom, folks. All right? You see it. Don't play around. With that, th- uh, Lance, thank you so much. My outro tells you what to do, folks, with the exception of please make sure to visit our swag shop if you want to get awesome T-shirts like this, you know, at Teespring. 
right? And also, uh, visit. You know, listen, if you want to buy your comics, you don't have a local comic shop by you, you can visit comiccrusaders.shop for real. And you can actually get a pro list managed by Lucas Machina where you can actually pick up your newest comic books. And we just don't just cater to big two, all right? I mean, we got everything. So if you want comics, you want cards, you want it all, go visit that website. But most importantly, though, what's key here is I want you to support my big homies right here. So go to anyoneworld.com, get them books right now. All right? So, you know, again, right. thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Love you guys. Hasta la próxima. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 